0: When I step off the bus and approach the office along the line of rustling trees, I always glance up at the arm of sky caught between the branches and the high roof. In October, the sky is so blue and clear, it makes one think of the sea. The conference room is packed. The smokers are huddled by the window. When old Song laughs, you can see his yellow teeth. Yu Xiaofang is reading the self-criticism published in today's Workers' Daily. Jiang Di says she has lost her legs, but not her will to live. Says the further she travels down life's road, the smoother it feels. Well, it would, wouldn't it? From the comfort of her wheelchair. Last month she said the writer Pan Zhao may have legs, but he's walked himself into a dead end. Now she apologizes, says she spoke out of turn. What a boring story. Old Bao and Auntie Wang are sitting by the door knitting television covers. They glanced at me through the corners of their eyes. This morning, Director Zhang told me that today's meeting will focus on my self-criticism. It will affect your entire political future, he said, blankly. Director Zhang walks in and takes charge. This is a plenary meeting for both party and non-party comrades. We shall start by reading Comrade Deng Xiaoping's speech concerning the ideological struggle against spiritual pollution that was delivered at the 12th National People's Congress. Would you mind reading for us, Chairman Liu? The room goes quiet. Chairman Liu stands up and starts reciting the speech. Spiritual pollution is not just a problem of morality. If pornographic culture is infiltrating our nation, if erotic books and lewd pictures are poisoning the minds of our youth, and ruining the socialist atmosphere of our country, then spiritual pollution is not just a problem of morality, it is the very destroyer of morality, and a violation of our penal laws. I scan the faces surrounding me. Wang Haiu, the Italian translator, is reading a magazine. After the banquet for the Italian trade union delegation last week, I followed him to the minibus, and he gave me a carton of triple five cigarettes. Let's consider this our tip for the night. I've put it down on expenses. I asked for a few cans of beer, too, but he said, Sorry, old ma. Those crates are for the driver. Next time, all right? Some foreign news agencies have suggested that our struggle against spiritual pollution is a political campaign. This is not true. But when something is clearly harmful, poisonous even, and foreigners insist that we welcome it into our country with open arms... Well, I am very sorry, but... Yao Chun Jun's face is pressed against the wall. His eyes are shut. He has volunteered to work night shifts to give his son a better chance of getting into nursery school. Nanan starts her new school in Yanshan today. Guo Ping and Long are married now, and have been allocated a two-bedroom apartment. When I went to see Nanan last week, Guo Ping said my visits disrupted the stability of her new family and told me to go away and purify the party organs. The party must be rectified from the central organs to the grass roots. Lin Yu is standing opposite me. He wears a wig. His wife works for the housing department. Her purple dress has yellow chrysanthemums printed along the hem. Her neck and upper arms are saggy. One day, she brought her son into the office. My boy is very artistic, she said. He saw a panda on television this morning and drew a picture of it straight away. When the little boy in the red neck scarf glanced up from his homework, he looked just like his father. We must extend the scope of our criticism and self-criticism. We must make a clear distinction between right and wrong and redress our mistakes. The central authorities have emphasized... Guo Xiaomei is on my left. Two years ago, she was chairman of the Students' Union at Nanjing Foreign Language Institute. Her boyfriend did not make it into the party, so he was sent back to his hometown after graduation. Wang Jiayang, the man next to her, has the best classical Chinese in the editorial department. When his father died, he asked me to make a print of him from an old family photograph. In the darkroom, I enlarged the dead man's pea-sized face until it was the size of an orange. Spiritual pollution encourages passivity, laxity, disunity, corrupts the mind and erodes the will.